Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Tacos and Tattoos. Today is a very special day because I am declaring publicly something that I never in my life thought I would ever do because I struggled with a certain um, deep-seated, I guess it would be like emotional problem. We'll call it, We'll leave it at that. The big question is this. How do we live a life that is unapologetically ours? The summer of 2020, I was struggling. I was facing bankruptcy as my reselling empire was crumbling around me due to the financial constraints caused by COVID-19. I decided to stop trying to hold the weight of the world on my shoulders and get free. I sold off everything. I bought a first class ticket to Mexico and with no source of income and only a few thousand dollars, I went on an adventure. What happened next? Well, my name is Keely Swicky, and welcome to Tacos and Tattoos. So my entire adult life and my teenage years, I think I have always been in a relationship. Um, I started having boyfriends in middle school, probably more like, yeah, like sixth grade. And I just always had a boyfriend. I was never single for more than a month, like ever. And then I've been in several long-term relationships and always just single. Yeah, like a month. Like I always knew there was going to be another man in my life within a month. Like it was never a concern of mine. But I just have grown tired of that, like swinging from one one branch to another. Like it's exhausting. And after this last breakup with the person that I really did think I was going to marry, like I loved him so much and he just broke me. But what's interesting is if you ask him what happened, he'll tell me that it was all my fault. So there's that. (laughs) And the breakup is all my fault. I decided to leave, but I could not stay in a relationship where I hated myself. Like he made me hate myself because I literally just could not be what he wanted. We wanted very different lives. He wanted me to be somebody I wasn't. And it just was not working and he was not dealing with himself or his traumas or anything like that. And so what I am publicly declaring today is that for the rest of 2023, I'm going to take what a friend on Facebook called a heart sabbatical. I'm just going to take time off where I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm basically going to be very, very resistant to any sort of relationship And I really just want to take this time for myself to keep working on my business, keep working on myself, keep exploring and wandering and making friends and all that sort of stuff without feeling like I need to take care of a man or take care of a man's emotions or build a life with someone else. I just want to be okay for a while without the turmoil of a freaking relationship. But I never thought I'd get to this point. And the reason I say that is because I my entire life have struggled with a anxious attachment style. And for those of you that don't understand attachment style, and maybe you have an anxious attachment style and this will be life-changing. I read a book called Attached. I don't remember the author's names. There's like three authors for that book, but it literally changed my life because I could not understand why it was that I would be in a relationship with someone and I'd want to break up with them so badly. But the minute I like started pulling away from them or they started pulling away from me, I could emotionally feel it. And it was like some instinctual 
like response inside of me would just panic. And it was like the worst feeling in the world because logically my brain was like, this is what you want, Keely. This is fine. You're fine. Better things are going to come. Like I could not logically talk myself out of the freak out. But inside my heart was like tight. My stomach was sick. I wouldn't eat for like days, if not weeks. Like I just could not function. I could not sleep. And all I wanted was just to talk to that person or reconnect to that person and feel better and feel connected again and all the things. And it was so illogical and so neurotic. It was just like neurotic. And my entire life's been like that, but it kept me stuck and codependent within abusive relationships, relationships with losers, narcissistic people. Like it has been a, how long has it been? It's been like a five or seven year process learning how to break up with that version of myself and really break this part of me that was so deep seated and what seemed like like genetic like it was just hard and anybody that has a non-stable attachment style there's other different attachment styles a non-stable attachment style will understand this my friend who lived here in mexico with me she has more of an avoidant attachment style so she has a whole different set of issues and her and i never understood each other because she's like i just feel like i need to get away from him and i'm like i just want him to be closer to me and we were just like completely opposite in that way but Here's so I, I mean, I've been really sitting with this because I would love to help other, I would love to go back to like 20 year old Kiwi and be like, Hey, this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to know in order to get through this faster. Although I don't think there's a shortcut to it. Like I just don't, I look back at all, I had to heal through more relationships I just had to keep healing through relationships. And I feel like every single relationship I look back on was a stepping stone to being able to be in this empowered place where I feel like moving forward, I'll never again be trampled on a man. I will never be stuck in a relationship that I don't belong in. I will never, yeah, sure, maybe I'll get my heart broken, but it won't be, it won't be, I won't be stuck somewhere I don't want to be because of my, my, attachment style. So I have one, two, three, four, five, I have six things here or seven. How many can't count today? Seven. I have seven things that I think are really, really important. Uh, so the first one is I learned it wasn't my fault. I think this is something that came from my childhood, but I learned that the issues that were happening in the relationship weren't entirely my fault. And I see this a lot in TikTok videos. People are always talking about how, oh, well, women, when women break up with men, men seem like they're just hit really hard by it. Like suddenly, like, oh, we didn't know it was coming. But women have been like checking out for a long time. So by the time they actually pull the plug, they're like actually very done. And I was doing that. And the reason I was doing it is because I kept looking. I was like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Am I the one doing this? Is this my fault? Is this my fault? It's not working. And I just kept looking and looking and looking. And then it took it until I could finally see, oh, I did everything I could to keep things together, to realize it wasn't me. So through enough relationships now, I've looked and I've been like, well, they weren't working on themselves. They they didn't match this thing that I should have been looking for. They were too old for me. They were too young for me. They were what or whatever, you know? 
And so it just has taken me a while to realize that it wasn't entirely my fault. Like the guilt of leaving a relationship and having it be my fault was too much for me to actually get out of the relationship. So I just stay and be unhappy, which was ridiculous. So the next thing was defining what I actually wanted. And this comes into, I heard a thing from Alex Ramosi, um, a little snippet on Instagram or something. And he said, that in order to be super compatible, I think it might even been Jordan Peterson too. He's amazing. Um, but I think both of them, I heard it from them. And they said that in order to be long-term compatible with someone, you have to know the types of things that you like to do together. You want to, you have to have a common lifestyle. You want to live a common lifestyle. And you want to have similar values. And so it's taken me until being 32 years old to realize what those things are for me. And then looking at my last relationship, I was like, wow, we were madly in love, but we didn't have any of those things in common. We only liked to go salsa dancing together and eat food. That was it. I love to go to the hot springs. He didn't want to go. I love to go hiking. He didn't like walking. I love to do projects together. He was... He would start a project and then be lazy and the fine finishes would be shit. So it just, I loved horses. He didn't want anything to do with a farm. Like it just, we were just not compatible in so many ways and the things we like to do and then values very different, all the things very different. So I finally have defined what it is. And now when I look for what I look for in my next long-term partner, I'll, I'll know those things. And then I learned it was okay to be selfish I think this goes back to being a teenager and my mom, bless her heart, I know she loves me and she loved me then too, but she would always be like, you're being so selfish. Even my stepmom would be like, you're being selfish. I don't know what it is about moms and like middle-aged women that feel like they need to tell teenagers they're being selfish. Maybe I was from the outside looking like I was being selfish, but you teach a teenager or a kid not to be selfish and they grow up believing they shouldn't be selfish. Men are going to run all over them. And that's what happened. I gave so much of myself to relationships that I would lose myself in the relationship. And I'd, I'd put my own needs aside for my partner. And I tried to build my partner up so hard when they were just tearing me down. And it was destructive. And so now going to relationships, I've learned that it's okay to be selfish. I'm going to be selfish. If they want to call me a bitch for it or whatever, it's their own problem. And if they're going to be like that, I don't want to be with them anyway. I want to be with someone that's going to be conscious. I also decided I wasn't willing to settle. Um, at the marketing event, uh, Funnel Hacking Live, what is it? Um, Myron Golden does always does a little speech and he says, the word decide comes from confide or something like that. And to confide means you have to like cut off. I might be saying this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from. And so you have to uh, decide. And so I've decided that I'm not willing to settle ever again for anybody that treats me less than I deserve. I also taught myself that I was okay. That I'm just okay being. That I'm okay without somebody. I... My friend Kelsey was always like, you just need to learn to be alone. It wasn't that I needed to be learn to be alone because I'd be in relationships and I'd be alone. I was living by myself even though I was in a relationship and I'd feel alone. I'd be with that person, I'd feel alone. It wasn't that I wasn't good at feeling alone. It was that internally I was not 
And I would even do like Reiki sessions and they would be like, oh, you're not grounded. I was like, what does that even mean? How do I ground myself? I ground myself if someone told me how to do it. I don't understand. But it just took life experiences and going through breakups to realize that I'm always okay. I just had to go through the motions to realize that I was okay on the other side of the breakup, that I was actually a better man would come along that would treat me better. The relationships always got better. So I learned that I was okay. I also found my happiness in my highest self. This is really what the last relationship taught me because I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how I literally started hating myself. And I'd wake up and be like, I'm so ugly. Why am I so depressed? And it was just the relationship and the idea of staying in that relationship that was just, and the things he was saying to me and the way he would treat me that would just make me feel so small. And so when I left, immediately I was like, wow, I love myself. I'm so happy. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And that was because I, I, I learned to give that self, that to myself. I didn't need validation from him. I learned to give it to myself. And then last thing is I sought help. So all through the summer, I was seeing a counselor. It was super freaking expensive, like 120 bucks an hour. And I didn't, my insurance didn't cover it because he was in Washington. My state insurance is in Oregon. But it was so worth it because I would tell him what's happening and he could tell me that he, you're just asking for the bare minimum and he's not able to give it to you. You're not doing anything wrong. And he would tell me when I could communicate better, when I could do something better. And I would go back to the relationship and tell my boyfriend and be like, hey, like I learned this today. I'm sorry I was doing this. I'm going to do better. But he never reciprocated any of that. He would keep doing stuff and I would have to learn how to manage. He wasn't changing. He wasn't working himself. And then I said, hey, let's go get some help. Let's like see someone that's bilingual because his Spanish was much better than his English. Like, let's go see a bilingual person. I even found a counselor who's bilingual and he's like, no, I won't do that. He was not willing to face any of the things or be wrong in any way or reciprocate the work that I was putting into the relationship. And so it's always good to have an outside perspective of the relationship because you can be so like nearsighted to things and be like, like trapped in it, especially when you have a partner telling you that you're the one in the wrong. So I sought help and that was very good. But yeah, I'm going to, the next 11 months, I'm going to just be on my own, be okay, be on my own, have experiences, travel, just be without having to manage, take care of someone else, raise somebody else. I can focus on me and my mission. So if you want to follow my journey, I'm going to start a TikTok. I think it's going to, I'm going to do it under the girl stop crying um, handle, but I'll share that here soon once I actually get it put together. Create some videos on some of my past experiences and my present experiences and the things that I've learned because I would love, love, love to help other young women be able to experience the transformation that I've gone through because honestly, I have been through some shitty relationships and I feel really good now. So I want to share that with more people.